see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. That's new. Yeah, right. It's like, uh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I guess, I guess now even Zoom wants it. Like, Zoom wants him, right? Even nah, even Zoom wants consent now. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that shit said you are now being recorded by the feds. <laughs> Yo, what is good, Chris Wilson? Siv, what is up, man? How are you guys feeling? How are you guys feeling? We're all remote today, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost. Grassroots Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us virtually again this week. Uh, be sure to subscribe, hit the noti notification button, and be notified for our latest and the greatest episodes. As well as make sure you get in tune down, get down and join our uh, Discord. We talk about stocks, gaming, and everything in between. I am one of the hosts, uh, Brandon Killabhall. I am the regular Nas, aka Vincent Siri Nas, and for this episode, West Coast Nas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wilson. <laughs> And as always, we have Siv and Chris, aka Chris Bops, with us. Oh man! All right, so where where do we want to start? This is going to be our <laughs> LA episode. Uh, we have some we have some funny stuff coming for this episode this week. Um, I want to talk. Well, first and foremost, for uh, Chris, uh, Siv, and and uh, Wilson. What, what have you guys? What do you, do you guys have any questions as far about the LA trip and where we are? I can I can tell you guys a few different things that have happened. Well, I noticed that Nas's clothes are extra crispy today, because from what I've heard, he's been pressed. Very <laughs> he's been getting pressed out there, like a cheap suit. Yeah, like a, man. I, I would definitely like to hear more about that. All right. So I flew. As I know, I flew in uh, before Brandon. And 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 tone. I was going to leave it at that because of what I got going on other other places. So because I got here a little early, my cousin who who's been out here for twenty years, she uh, she was like, "Oh, where you want to go? What you want to see?" So I'm like, "The first place y'all know me. I'm a, I'm a Nipsey Hustle fan. I'm like, yo, take me down, take me down to Slauson and Crenshaw. That's, that's where I want to go. I want to go get uh, I want to go get a shirt." So she's like, "All right, what well, effort? Like, fuck it, let's go. We out." So we get down there. Mind you, I got on my little slim cut black jeans, the Pumas. Yeah, you know, I got I got on the classic black and white suede joints, and I you know I covered up uh, my tats because I, I I didn't feel like really answering no questions on on, on being tatted. As soon as we get down there, mind you, the store is closed, so the Marathon store is completely closed, and they have it sectioned off. So it's a fence blocking the parking lot, and they have uh, vans parked in front. And then they have cinder blocks to where the the moral uh, the memorial is. So it's kind of like a labyrinth that you can't really just walk straight in there. My cousin and I walk in. First thing the dude says is, looks me up and down. Welcome to the 60s. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this is real. Yeah, this is, this is real out here. 
I had I had this mask on all day up until that moment. This promptly red red mask comes off without didn't even wear it when I got out the car. But I ended up picking up a little Crenshaw shirt. It has the uh, for me it has the Mount Vernon colors. Yeah, that's fine. So I got I got that. Then so I get out of there. Make it make that they've been they've been offering, out of that scenario. Hold on. They they were offering me weed. Yeah, you know, it's plentiful here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think these guys had distribution licenses. I think they were just packaging and, and selling. So I make it out of Slauson and, and, and Crenshaw, right? So I'm like, all right. Then I go to uh Lamerit Park, go down there where they shoot like insecure and stuff like that. Real dope vibe. Wilson, you would have loved it. R- really, really dope vibe. Uh, you know, street food. Close. You have to get him out I'm, here. We no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm already a little tight that you went to the go get the Crenshaw gear and you didn't hit, hit up your boy. Oh. That's right. That's right. I mean, I can go back out there. Listen, I'll put that shirt back. I'll put that shirt on and go back out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Let's, let's talk about that. I, I want to get one. I want to get one. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, after that, went down there, made my way to the hotel first. I'm like, ah, damn, I need some soap, man. Brother forgot the soap. So let me. Ask the security dude, where can I get some soap? Points me to the right direction. I'm walking down to, to Walgreens, Wilson, Siv, and Chris. Y'all think New York bums are wild? Here's what I learned. <laughs> New York bums, homeless rather, they stay to themselves. They don't bother anybody. They're in their own little crazy world, right? Yeah, you give them, you know, $2, cool. These cats out here? Whole nother level. <laughs> so I go to Walgreens. Yo, I, yo real quick, I've been yeah. to LA. Yeah. And those bums, like, they'll walk in stores. That, like, like they, they don't care. They'll walk right in restaurant stores and, and they don't necessarily look like bums right off the bat. Oh, like, no, they'll they, set it off. Yeah, yeah like, set like, it like, off you, like you start to look at them a little bit because they, they walk a little funny or, or they do mm-hmm. something that like kind of like, it's like- Let you on. know they're a little off. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. That, that elevator's not going all the way to the top. Yeah. This so, guy doesn't have a mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm in Walgreens, pick up my little, my little, my little bar of soap and a, and a smart water, cucumber flavored, right? Standing there wow. like, a, like a buster holding a zest bar and some cucumber water. Do walk- no shirt on, but he has a bubble jacket, no eyebrow, no eyebrows, no eyebrows, right? So I'm like, damn, I don't want to make eye contact with this dude, man. Pants is sagging. He walks in, he's mumbling to himself. Cool, pay for my stuff. And as he walks out, because I guess he got kicked out, he's walking out, and I'm walking out. So I stop. I'm like, yo, go ahead. You know, the New York, go ahead, bro. You, you got it. As I stop, he looks back. Bitch ass nigga, <laughs> and leave. Uh, damn, I just got a cucumber water and a zest bar, bro. Like, like why I gotta be all that, huh? Well, 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 he knew that you had the zest bar on you. He was gonna wash you. <laughs> now I was about to get washed with that zest bar real quick. Yo, oh, hold on. That's not where it stopped, stop, though. That's not where the story oh, you're talking about the, 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 the lady. Oh, the lady oh. in the intersection. Don't tell oh. me you got pressed by a lady, too. No, no. Oh, Let me tell you. So we're walking, right? So we're about to go to dinner. So we're all hungry. So I'm like, yo, let's go get some food. So we walk and walk and walk. And we finally find this pizza place. Cool. So as we're walking back to the hotel, I don't even, I can't even remember what we were talking about, but all, all we see 
is a homeless woman who I thought was a man at the time stop in the middle of the street and stand just like this in the middle of the street, but like looking dead at a car. So there's a car that literally in the middle of the intersection, there's no other cars there. And she's just looking at the car like this. Like the guy is driving the car and he's looking at, at, at the homeless woman. Like he wants to honk his horn, but he knows if he honks the horn, She's gonna she's set wild. it off she, on that whole. Yeah, she looks like she, she looks like she was ready. Yeah, she looks like she was ready to set that car on fire. And he knew it. He was sitting there like, nope, don't say nothing. Don't make no eye contact. The woman then circles around the hood of the car towards the passenger side, ice grilling the driver and the passenger, and then turns around for whatever reason. And guess who she decides to look at? Like, hey, you want some trouble? <laughs> This guy. <laughs> Yo, Wilson, look, she stared at me just she like this. Around, no, she turned around like this. As she was looking at the car, all you see is her go like this. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of the intersection, Matt, no, no other car is there, stopped another car and is dead staring at Nas. Nas goes, listen, I, I, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you want. <laughs> For me, what you want me to say to her, man? Yeah, what you want me? Yo, but LA is 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 a different. It's my first time out here for the listeners. This is my first time in yeah. LA, so it's a different world. I can see how people can get caught up in in that. Just uh, that what's the word? I'm <clears throat> what's the word I'm looking for, man? That, lax lax life. Not not just the lax life, but the uh, just get caught in the awe of LA. You know, when you go out to certain spots and you see the palm trees and the weather, you know, it's a, a lot of beautiful people walking around. You And, the, you know, you got dispensaries. It's a lifestyle that's so far removed from New York and the hustle yeah. and bustle of the city. Like downtown L.A., which to me, it looks terrible. You know, and, and I'm just going to be flat out honest. It looks like everything's boarded up because of the, the uh, Georgia. Right. No, not even the George Floyd. They were they were down there wilding, so people just mm-hmm. kept everything boarded up. And then you have a homeless situation that's completely out of control. Yeah. Told it Skid Row. Mm-hmm. I told <laughs> I told Tone, don't you stop at a red light. I'll pay every ticket. Don't don't you don't you stop. And then to have somebody a Los Angeles confirm like yo on Skid Row, they will run up on you with a with a dirty hypodermic, hypodermic needle and stab you. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, yeah. fam, what yeah, is Skid happening? Row look, Skid, Skid, Skid Row look real bad. I ain't been on Skid Row in God knows how long, so driving down it yesterday, I was like, oh, yeah, it, it looked pretty bad. Let's me know that the but, governor's fucking up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking up <laughs> yeah, bad, bro. I heard it's bad out there. Yeah, it's... A, you you look at it and you find how to but you can see how people could live out here because the weather is conducive to just living outside. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can just live out here, eat off of the, the food truck or the street vendors because they're they're around there a lot. And you know, is alcohol here? Marijuana is pre-rolled. You know, you getting yeah. a whole couple of five five or six doobies, <laughs> and, and now you're you know you're on cloud nine. <laughs> I don't know, man. The uh, the U.S. has to do something about the the homeless population. Oh yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe not what uh, I believe it's Florida. Florida, like you can't be a bum in Florida. It, it, I think Miami, like they'll kick yeah. you out the state. Well, I know in Oregon they fly them out. They give them one way tickets to Hawaii. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yo, fam. 
a one-way ticket, and Hawaii doesn't know what to do with them. But it 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 shows like I saw you know dudes out here looking like zombies doing the crazy yeah. dance, and that speaks to the mental health aspect of this country. Mm-hmm. Like we we don't know how to address mental health because them dudes yeah. and and some of them women out there was just like they're out they're out there, man. You you I mean, can't have a okay. No, nah, I was just gonna say it's crazy that you know we'll pump all this money into like the uh, the jail system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll pump all that money putting people that don't even necessarily need to be in jail, having them sit down for years because for, just for stupid reason, nonviolent crimes and all that type of stuff. But then we have all these people on the street mm-hmm. that don't have a roof over their head. Yeah. Now I'm not saying no. build a jail for homeless people, but I'm saying maybe you could build some sort of huge type mm-hmm. of hotel type of situation where they could come and go as they please, but at least they have a place to live, a room, place to shower, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, but then that would mean that the government would, would have to actually care about, you know, rebuilding that community, right? Because a home homeless community is 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 a community within itself, right? Like I'm sure they have their their neighbors of sorts and their people that they depend on to have to rebuild uh uh let's say 20, 20 people that are either a in financial debt or have some sort of uh mental health uh, disability having maybe developed it being homeless and or um, just having to to, to kind of like kind of usher them back into society. I don't know that the government would would take on that responsibility. What would they get for that? You know what I mean? Like, why would they want to do that? Well, well, they would be taking care of their people. On top yeah. of that, on top of that, they could they could finesse some cheap labor out of it. Those people that are not getting paid, they're outside panhandling. Why not have mm-hmm. them make license plates for yeah. for a couple dollars a day? Make sock, make socks. You know what I'm saying? Make socks. Make yeah. enough for a slice of pizza. Go out, go get you some pizza. Come back, and you got a room. You got yeah. a place to shower for the day. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you could get your medication. <laughs> yeah, there's something better than just having them on the streets. On the street. Yeah, I agree. With yeah, that. quite quite pressing bad. people for good, for cucumber water and zest bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could save some money by letting some people that are in jail out of jail. <laughs> Actually, now you're not yeah. taking care of paying for those people. But. Hold on, did you guys see that? Uh, man, I, I should run for office, man. News, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm a politician. Yeah, Wilson Samuels for governor. <laughs> Wilson Samuels for governor. Yeah, I'm about to say you're a governor. You're uh, you're uh, a therapist. You match it. An MC match it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say now? Uh, damn, you made me forget. What were we just uh, talking about? Shit. The uh, homeless situation in California. All right, while you remember the I don't remember. Skip yeah, I saw I was watching, you know, I like to keep up uh with local news. There was a hundred and forty-nine arrests last night in Huntington Beach. Oh, oh hold on, hold that thought. What? Thank you. Okay. I remember because you said because you said arrest. Um, did you guys see that article? And and again, uh to the listeners, don't I don't know if this is real or not. It was an article that I saw, but uh, where I think it was in LA where they were releasing like it was like X amount of of uh, 60, uh, 63,000. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. uh, criminal of, of offenders or whatever that like murderers, all types of shit in LA. Well, to, well I saw a non violent. It, it was a... the article I saw was violent and non violent. They were <laughs> releasing, they were releasing them into society because they were saying that the prison system was too, uh, it was pretty much unsafe. For them, I believe, or for or they were making it unsafe, or some something like that. There's a crazy uh, article. Someone can look it up. Unsafe in what terms of COVID or violence? 
I'm not sure. I don't remember now. But, well, I hope I hope I just, it was. Well, I just I, I don't, I don't know why they would release violent criminals like that's. But that's what I'm saying. I I I don't remember whether it was violent or non-violent offenders. Yeah. Well, they're saying right. they're eligible for 76,000 inmates are eligible uh, for early release, including violent and repeat felons. The opportunity leaves yeah. uh, to leave prison early as the state aims to further trim the population of what was once the nation's largest cr cr correctional system. So what they're saying is that they have I'm reading the article, too. Uh, if you have good bait, good behavior credits, it, so you can be eligible for early release, i.e., Hey, you did uh, assault somebody, or maybe it was a murder convi conviction, a manslaughter conviction. You served 15, 20 years of a 40 year sentence. But while inside, you've been, you know, the big brother or mentor or teaching or, or just staying to yourself, you're eligible to, for, for early release. So if they, you got to watch the headlines because, oh, violent and repeat offenders, it's like, all right, but if he's been sitting down for 15, 20 years and he hasn't been, he hasn't gotten in trouble in, within the system, which is hard to do because uh, you, if you're in there for that long, for 15, you know, for the last 10 or 15 years, all right, well, give him a chance. Yeah, I don't, I would want a chance if I was in, if you gave me 40 years and I, you know, the last 15, I've been chilling <laughs> to, my, to myself. Yeah, I mean, give, give, yeah. give me... Hmm. You know what I love about this yeah. podcast? How, how we start off talking about Nas getting pressed, and then without <laughs> even trying, we stumble onto a deep conversation about prison reform. Yeah, man. <laughs> we're the best. We're I the just got to acknowledge. I just got to acknowledge that real quick. Listen, man. <laughs> listen, listen. Beautiful growth, growth, man. This yeah, podcast man. can go places. We can we can talk about everything. That's why I love this place, man. You people might have thought we planned that. Space. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't plan it at all. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. But it, but it was a, it, it's beautiful. But but listen, man. I'm all for see. I'm all for reform and letting those brothers and sisters that's inside give them a second chance. But you gotta earn it. You know, you have to earn your place yeah. in society. You know, I just saw 149 young people get arrested. And I feel mad old saying young people, but you out there on social media, on a TikTok, crushing Huntington Beach and destroying businesses. I saw one lady on the news this morning crying because she's like, oh, this is my business. This is how I make a living. And not only did you destroy it and steal products, but now you're on social media driving by laughing at me. You know, like, where, where's your humanity? And I mean, it, it's like, what are y'all? What are you doing? Do you think that's fun to just go destroy people's livelihood because you got a spot to go? Yeah, but your mom is you. Li you live in your mom's basement or whatever. Listen, wow. the, you gotta, you gotta listen. There are people out there though that sometimes they can't even help themselves. Like they can't help the way that they are to just be destructive. They don't. They don't understand it. They like need sometimes, a foot in the ass. But sometimes, <laughs> I, no. But sometimes, sometimes it's people. There's people out there that like that. Like they like the chaotic life. They like you know the the the, the crazy nights. So and and just you know just different type of lifestyle. Some people are accustomed to it. It fuels them. For for other people, they they don't like that. The difference is, I think, uh, is is being able to change those areas of opportunity within yourself. Like and then, but really just addressing it. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, it's crazy when Nas had mentioned that lady, like being upset about like her business and whatnot being destroyed. Like I felt it like it was like, yeah, that is messed up. But now I thought about like other countries probably look at that and they're like, what's the big deal? You have insurance. Because <laughs> it's like in like Palestine, isn't it like Palestine and Israel? Aren't they just like walking into somebody's house like this is my house now? 
Yeah, the IDF. <laughs> IDF is actually, yeah, they're actually just walking in. I mean, but that whole situation. Imagine that. <laughs> is, and you got you to gotta put it in context because what, I, what I've seen on social media too, which I do not like and it's lame as hell, is the Jewish community here in the States, whether they support or do not support, are being attacked. And that defeats the purpose because just because you're pro-Palestinian doesn't make you an anti-Semite. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think that, and that's what people have to, yeah, everybody's angry and, and it's an apartheid. And this is because I'm too, I'm old enough to remember South Africa, but I don't know the particulars of what was happening and why Nelson Mandela was fighting so hard. Like I can read about it, mm-hmm. but if somebody older may say, hey, yeah, I remember watching that on TV. This is our generation. This is contemporary apartheid. And you can't go around, I'm going to go punch Morty Wartenberg in the face because he, he, he's here on, you know, on Broadway in, in 74 over what's happening over there. You know, and uh, people have to be, you have to walk the line, man. You really do. Though the Palestinians need to be freed and they need, honestly, if, as a Muslim, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Lebanon, uh, Beirut, Morocco, all of North Africa, Algeria, Tunisia, uh, Egypt, all these people need to step up and help and help these people out, you know. But that, that's a whole complex situation, man. Because you got <laughs> the British were involved, the French are involved. Nobody's going anywhere. Bottom line is the Israelis that live there aren't going anywhere, and the Palestinians aren't going anywhere. So we have to learn how to coexist and work together. You no, know I'm, I'm not for like a one world government or anything like that. But I think that we're reaching a point. In, in the world where almost kind of makes sense. Like, cause when we see something like this, it's almost like every country or every other country should be in agreement. It's like, okay guys, you guys got to knock this off. Yeah. This is, this, this, this makes no sense. You guys have to yeah. stop or else yeah, we're going to no, stop that's, that's, in some type of way. But that's the thing. No, but that's the thing. And that's, that's, that's why businesses are the way that they are. That's why companies are the way that they are. That's why uh, countries are the way that they are. Like, for example, um, let's take Trump's uh, uh, run for a while or just our presidency, like that whole fiasco. You know how many countries and businesses probably uh, won off of that, like won off of the fact that, you know, if we, we weren't organized as a, as a country. You know, it, it, there's, there's a number of things or countries that play off of those areas of opportunity. So I think that in in in, uh, in a perfect world, right? Could that theoretically work if all of the the governments got together, their presidents and, and their governments, and and came up with one solid plan that uh, of how everyone should go? Yeah, of course that would work. But in in theory, does that really make sense? You have so many different personalities, so many different legislations, so many different Cultures. rules, regulations. Yeah, 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 but I'm more so and, and, I'm more so talking about war. Not, not yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm talking about war. Like you got to think about it. There's 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 yeah, but the U.S. That... Trump Trump never caused war in in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? Now now, if you want to talk about him bombing another country, if that's what you're talking about, I can understand that. You know what I'm saying? But even even when he bombed a country, I believe he was trying. Mm-hmm. He it was under the guise of the Syrians got uh, suffered a chemical attack. Correct. Yeah, but I don't even think that I don't it, even think that was him. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't Trump. That the, was the, the Moab bomb or whatever it was. What that was wasn't that Obama? I believe that nah, was Obama. Trump. Now nah, Trump dropped like the biggest bomb, the the Moab or, or whatever it was. Well, yeah, listen, man. It when you talk about governments and it, it's a it's a complicated 
issue is, and it's, we can't try, you're trying to simplify it and like, yo, we all should be on one accord in theory. Yeah, we should. We all should be on one accord yeah. and say, let live and let live. Uh, but let's just call it a spade a spade. That's yeah. not happening. That's not happening because it, just, and, and it's really not to cut you off now, but it's, it's really to your point of what you said a few minutes ago, where you said vultures, there's too many other vultures in the world that have ulterior motives and ulterior agendas when, when dealing in business and in politics, like again, for, uh, let's say for us versus like a Russia, for us to be doing bad, hypothetically speaking, Russia, it could be winning just because of our, you know, areas of opportunity. I think that, uh, the only way that we would ever actually ever become sound is, is few far in between. It's, um, I put that up there with like the race issue. Do I ever think that uh, race issues will ever subside and or not be a thing at all? Absolutely not. There's there's no way. Because there's, there's people that are brought there's people that are brought up that way, right? They're like there are people that are brought up to hate. There are people that are brought up to be a certain way and live a certain way, even from their grandmothers or their aunts or even their some of their best friends like it's it's just it, you never you never know it's just a way of life for some for some people and that way of thinking is in passed down from generation to generation so it's it, it's kind of hard to to even envision something like that being possible at least yeah you can't yeah you can't stop people's ideologies but yeah. senseless wars like between Palestine and Israel that that's a little different than racism even though even though there is racism involved you know what I'm saying? Like, like the I way how, the way how they're bombing and fighting over this land is ridiculous at this point. Yeah, but for some s- somewhere in America or somewhere in some country, there's another country profiting off of this war. You yeah, it's called, Ama- it's called it's called America, Brandon. And let me I don't want to cut you off because <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't want yeah I don't want to keep harping on it. It's we're Americans are hypocrites, and I'm a, I'm just gonna be honest with you, right? Because we can sit there and say, oh, pal- Israel's doing A, B, and C to Palestine, which is true, because it's a one side. It's not a war. It's not a conflict. There's just one side whipping ass and the other side trying trying to stay alive. However, here, how, yeah, yes, if, however, <laughs> here in the States, right? Let's just, let's put this in, in perspective here, because like, you know, we got to look in the mirror. America did the same thing 200 years ago. There were a whole bunch of Native Americans, thousands of tribes. Yeah, if y'all don't take the, that buffalo and get the fuck over there, <laughs> it's gonna be some problems. But we don't have social media. We don't. We don't have everybody. It's all tribalism back then. America's all Native Americans. Then somebody said, "You know what uh, Manifest Destiny is? Do you know what that is? <laughs> We're supposed to be here. <laughs> this was God given. Go take yeah. that. Go take this trail of tears." Go from Florida to Oklahoma, call it a day. And if you leave the reservation, mm-hmm. if you come off the res, that's your ass. And hold these blankets. Yeah. But you so, like I tell people all the time, I say, if you think if uh, the Cherokee or Seminole or some other Native American tribe that was indigenous to this land came to New Jersey or Mount Vernon or, or Rockland County and said, uh, give us our land back. I don't know a lot of people that's going to say, yeah, man, yeah, man my fault. My, the ancestors fucked up. <laughs> they hit the keys, player. They not, we're not doing it. Oh, we, they, so it's kind of like, it's a weird, we're in a weird place, man, as a, a society. You know, because just really think about that. If somebody came to Jersey, Brandon, and said, yo, my man, I know you've been living here and paying taxes. 
but I want this back. You go, you don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not even going to open the door. <laughs> like, yo, man, back up off that's, my that's, door. Bitch. That's that's what I'm saying. I would look through the door, like, yo, what you need? <laughs> like, I don't even know that the door would open for me. Fuck that. You know, but I think now it's different, and like I said, everybody has to live together. Nobody's going, and that's what a lot of countries are jealous of here in the states. That we can all can be from different backgrounds, different races, di- different ethnicities, and have one common goal. A candidate likes to say, "Oh, they're living the American dream," and but they're not. They're not because we're the only country that's actually elected a minority to our, our, our highest level of office. Yeah, you, you can't name a, a black prime minister from Europe, from Canada. You can't. I, I'll wait from from Asia. Yeah, we have a, a black uh, or minority VP right now sitting in office. So everybody likes to talk. And this is the, this is where my American pride comes out because I've been I've traveled. Everybody likes to talk shit about America, but they haven't done the things we've done. They all we're so yeah. progressive. We're so hey, oh look, I know we don't pay for insurance. Is it yeah? Because America is paying for your guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you not you pay all your money's focused on education. Yeah, because when you got Big Brother behind you, you could go out there and talk shit. Well, that's yeah. the other thing, too, though. That's what I was saying about uh, just other businesses profiting off of it. Like, I think about black market sales in terms of weaponry, right? Like, that's still a thing. You know what I mean? I'm sure that there's black market for, there's black market for anything. So I'm sure, again, wars in Palestine or, 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 or just any foreign country, that business is fueled as well. So that's what I'm saying. I, there's, so many, there's so many layers to just government and, and, and uh, just business that, it's the the vision of having one unit like everyone in unison under the same umbrella under the same. I, you know, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I, I don't see it happening ever. Not 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 in our lifetime, but you know. Yeah, no, I don't see that. I'm gonna talk about this one that's of L.A. though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking, the what? Yo, let me tell you, I seen some clothes out here. I I don't. It's a lot of trouble out here, Chris. I'm telling you, I see you laughing. Yo, Wilson, it's a lie. You've been out here. Y'all didn't. Siv, you ever been out to LA? You can nod. Like, Yo, hey, you ever been out to LA? <laughs> it is the trouble. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's number trouble. <laughs> Nothing but trouble out here. I can't. And this is the place is not even open up. Siv, it's not open. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Thing, it's not though, the, the clubs to pop so closed. They, they got the, you know, I don't you know if the weird stuff was open. You know, and it's so weird too, because like you could go in 15 minutes, you could go to like from multi-million dollar houses to skid row. It's like it's the shit is trippy. Yeah. It's like yo, fam, how do you well, I'm not paying two million dollars? Uh, what? Nah, I was gonna say you guys hit the smoke shop. That's another thing. That <laughs> shit, that's what fam. You know, and the dude at that worked at uh med medmen. Medman, Med, yeah. Med, yeah. The dude was telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, out here in LA, nobody's ever going to touch us. I mean, he was prideful. <laughs> yeah, he was hubris. <laughs> he had to do it. No, the bravado, nobody's going to, nobody's even close. I went up to a smoke shop and they run it like a goddamn trap house. I was like, excuse me? Because I went up there, I said, uh, what kind of marijuana, you know, what kind, what kind of strands do you have? And he go, I forgot how he said it. He was like, I had, like, let's just say, Pineapple blueberry or whatever, right? And he's like, all right, well, what does that do? What is what what kind of high am I getting? He's like, Well, you have pineapple strand and then you have the blueberry strand, and we mixed it in. Do you want it? And he was like, yo, so here, 
we they break down science. They got like little iPads. Like, it's like the Apple Store. Well, they, yeah, this, you can do this. This is wax. This is oil. This yeah. is like more of a hemp kind of thing. If you want tea, like, what? Yo, I cannot wait to take. Nah, it's the Muscle Beach, yo. That's gonna be funny. <laughs> Wait, Muscle Beach, will, will he be allowed in? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Will, will, will he meet the requirements? No, I don't know. Of Muscle know Beach. Hey, let me get my. You need me to come out there? <laughs> let me get. Let me. Let me get he my joke. We went and worked out this morning. He was working out on his on his, on his, on his poses. Yeah, I was working on the poses, man. Yeah. Out here. I just want to mention, Nas has never been pressed around me. So, Nas, I'm sorry I wasn't out there. Hold on, let me be clear. He's never he been pressed around me. He, he wasn't pressed around me. He's pressed around his cousin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a woman. Like, you know, oh, you know. oh the, uh, your woman is, oh, yeah, that don't count. Yeah, you got pressed by yourself then. You, you can't, you, she can't step in. Yo, uh, <laughs> are, are, are we going to send some love towards Paul Mooney? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That's good. I just want to make sure we don't forget about that. Absolutely. Thank you. Probably. Yeah. Well, easily the Uh rawest comedian of all time. Of all time. Easily. Now, now, Brandon, I'm going to put you on blast. I know that you you didn't like the live show because it was a little too raw. (laughs) Yeah, but hold on, hold on. I'm I'm sure he was working on stuff, though. You know how comedians do. They got to hit the gym. Hold on, if we're gonna have the conversation, let's give respect first, because I don't want to lead off with I'm saying I don't saying. like the I don't like the guy's show. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I said you didn't like his one show. <laughs> he's he working setup. out material. Like, no, no, no. But he's no, he's known. He wasn't that. working out. He no, he was not working out material. He'd been on set for quite some time at Caroline's. I'd seen him a million times. Like, no, but what so I'm let me be clear. Hold on. People walk out. Clear. People used to walk out of his shows all the time. So yeah. he's known for being super harsh. Yes, he, he's known for it. Like, but he was telling the truth. <laughs> Paul Mooney never told a lie. Paul Paul Mooney, number one for me, is a comic great. I've never taken anything away from Paul Mooney. I'm saying there was one show that I personally went to where it was just too much for me. Like I, I understand Paul Mooney's stance. He is super he or he was, I should say, super pro pro black and super uh, abrasive just because he was very much like either he's just going to speak, uh, speak his mind. Like even when he was, uh, doing the, 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 the up bit that I saw, it was on Caroline's, uh, in Broadway. And, um, there was two couples. I don't remember what it was. It was a white couple and a black couple. And it was just all black couple. And both of them got up. I don't remember what happened, but it was a, it was a joke that he was making. And it, you could feel the energy in the room where it was like, oh, I was so uncomfortable. And in the middle of it, he just said, I don't give a fuck if y'all leave. I don't care about any of these white people. I'm going to say exactly what I want to say. And and he just kept going as they were walking out the, the, the door. But, like, it was to the point where but the joke that he made, I don't remember what it was, but it was really, really, really uh, one of those jokes that, that you know, comics and comedians try, and it, it either lands well or, or it doesn't. I don't remember what it was, but... Paul Mooney, I think, is, man, is a genius. Awesome. He's, a, he's a comedic genius. Yeah, he's a, comedic, I, he's a comedic genius. I wish, I wish you knew that joke, man. I love, I love that. Think, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about it right now because I just remember the scenario. I remember what he had on. I remember where they were sitting. I just don't remember the joke because you could hear where everyone was laughing, and then when he said the end of the bit. Everyone stopped laughing, and he started hysterically laughing. <laughs> and, then, and, and then only only thing I remember him saying was, <laughs> "Oh, y'all didn't like that shit, huh?" Y'all didn't look. Was, was it the, was it like the mother? Te- was it the mother Teresa joke? 
No, no. It was something. It was pretty much something about the only reason that that the guy or that the girl, because the girl was white. The only reason that the girl, I believe, was with the guy was because he was black. And then there was a, a black couple next to them. So he was kind of he was going at the the, the the biracial couple while pulling in the black couple. See, he was like, like, like this is how y'all supposed to look, but y'all never look like this. Like, he was doing that to where it was almost, like, uncomfortable. And everyone was kind of like... She wanted it. She wanted that book. That's what she wanted. He was, yeah, like, he made it. Like, it went, it went from, like, a funny jungle fever joke to just uncomfortable to where he, he he really again at the end of it he was like look i don't really give a fuck i got paid <laughs> he was like i got paid for this like he ended like like so i was like i, I that's that was that was my uh, poem thing yeah, he was no. he was he was cool though Th- this is a huge loss for us because even though comedians like dave Chappelle like they'll touch on race yeah nobody's ever yeah. gonna touch on race like paul mooney not that, yeah, not that, that not for a while. Not for, no, not yeah, for it's not happening. It's not, it's not but, happening because you had to be from a certain generation, right? Yeah, to even, yeah. to even give off that energy. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I agree. And for it to be mm-hmm. accepted, if a new comedian, if a new comedian stood up and started cracking those type of jokes today without the age on them, it's, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not. I don't think it's gonna go over too well. But they, but that's what's I, whack about. That's what's whack about today's generation, and it's what Chris Rock said, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Everything is boring on TV, and it's not that funny because mm-hmm. nobody's taking chances mm-hmm. because of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the same lame ass jokes. <clears throat> it is boring. You know, you, comedy mm-hmm. is you take chances. There's a little bit of truth in every joke. You know, you you have yeah. to you have to be a, a allowed to laugh at yourself sometimes. You know, <clears throat> and if you don't, then the pain becomes too. It becomes unbearable. I remember I remember Keenan Ivory mm-hmm. Wayne's telling something saying we were so broke and we were so poor that there were nights that we didn't eat. And the way my siblings and I made it through those evenings were cracking jokes on, on each other. Like you have to be able to look at yourself and go, yeah, that that's that is funny. Oh yeah, my people do do that. Yeah. You know, I saw yeah. when Paul first died, it was an Asian comedian and he got on, he dressed just like Paul. He had the bandana on <laughs> and he had like the blazer. And I'm quoting him. I, I got to find a clip. And he goes, <laughs> he did the Paul Mooney voice. And he was like, I say chink all the time. Chink, 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 chink. It makes my teeth white. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and, I thought, and I thought it was funny because Paul had did the same joke about black people. He's like, I, I say nigga all the time. I'm mm-hmm. never going to stop saying the word. I say, it makes my teeth white. <laughs> and, I <was> yeah. like, <laughs> and I was like, yo, I was like, damn, if you can't take chances like that. And you know, that joke only works for that comedian. I couldn't get up there and say that shit. I just should be racist as hell. You know, but mm-hmm. that, that works for that. And if he can laugh at himself, so yeah, that's a, an offensive word. But when you say it with Paul Mooney's voice and you're saying it and that guy's saying it, that shit's funny as hell. Because yeah, white, white people call, that's, what they, that's how they describe some Asian people. They call black, some black people nigga. That makes my teeth white. That shit but, is funny. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but that's but the other thing too is to your point, I think Paul Mooney has built up his reputation in that realm. Like he's always been a raw comedian. You know what I yeah. mean? Like anyone that's ever spoken on him, they just they always say the same thing. Oh, Paul, Paul, but like he's just one of a kind of one of those people that uh and that's why I think I I I'll I'll never lose respect for him or or and I respect him is because I'm big on people like what you see is what you get. You know what right. I'm saying? Like what you see with Paul, at least at least that's what I, I met him again at, at, at Caroline's after the show. He was very nice. He was super um, 
mannerable, almost, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, He's very eloquent. Let's say, Regal. Yeah, yeah, regal He's a fine, distinguished regal. Man. <laughs> yeah, regal, regal is what I'll say. He carried himself very, very pristine. I'll say, um, and he was he was really nice. He was like he asked, you know, he was like, "What did you think of the show?" I was like, "Ah," he was, he was like, "You didn't like some of the shit, right?" And I was like, yeah. <laughs> "I was like, it, it was okay." I was like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> he, he he was just very just cool. Like he was very just he was just cool. Um, but I, I like that, and I and, and now as I've gotten older, I respect people like that that are themselves, because I feel like most people, the majority of people, sometimes will die there, uh, will die or leave this world, either being something or someone that they're not. And I feel like people like Paul Paul Mooney and like the Dave Chappelle's of the world, they'll leave this earth, uh, being exactly who they are and what they wanted to be. You know what I mean? Like that's a yeah. that's that's for me is is wealth. You know, like I feel like Paul Mooney said exactly what he wanted to say on his mind and on his heart. Um, I feel like he lived the exact life that he wanted to live, be it uh, you know doing stand up and writing and and just doing all that he's done. And I think that for him, it it was easy for him to be able to say, "Hey, yeah, uh, I, I pretty much lived my life." So, I'm I, shout. I want to say uh, to his family, his 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 uh, loved ones and supporters. You know, obviously, our condolences to uh, you know those that are grieving. But that that man, uh, his legacy will live on for a very very long time. Yeah, I got to say one more. If you ever get a chance uh, to the listeners, go out on YouTube and Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg got in trouble in like the late '80s, early '90s because Ted Danson did blackface at a roast mm-hmm. for Whoopi Goldberg, and it was in an exclusive club only for comedians. And at the time, there was supposed to be no cameras and, and, mm-hmm. and no media whatsoever at this roast. Ted Danson is letting off like all types of nigga jokes and Whoopi's so black and, and it, stuff like that, right? This is his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. So they had Paul Mooney, uh, Geraldo Rivera had Paul Mooney and Dion Ward via mm-hmm. uh, satellite, right? And they were talking about how Ted Danson did blackface. And Paul Mooney goes, yo, it was hilarious. He said, like, I, thought, I thought it was funny. He said he was being truthful there. And he goes, there's a, lot, there's a lot of actors who did blackface. And he was like, Lucille Ball. No, not Lucille Ball. He said a couple of like famous white actors that did blackface. And then he goes, yeah. And, and in the middle of him having a serious conversation, he goes, yes. And there are people doing blackface today, like uh, Brian Gumble. And, and he, <laughs> he said he did like another name. <laughs> and Dionne Warren, she just looked at him like, like yo, what? And she's like, why are you airing all of these people out right now? And it's just like, yo, those are comedians, man, that are just geniuses, man. When y'all get a chance to listen, man, just go back and really listen to Paul Mooney and keep it in context of the time he came up. And this man used to write for Richard Pryor. He wrote for Eddie Murphy. Like, he is the pin behind a lot of great comedians, man. All the stuff from the Chappelle show that he that he contributed to. So, oh, man, Paul, one of my favorite comedians of all Time, man, all time. I'm not, I'm gonna miss that dude. Agreed. Uh, hey, man. Agreed, agreed. Um, I don't, I don't know that there's anything else to talk about, just because I'm sure that there's more to. I'm sure that there's more that's gonna happen with you. I feel like LA is just treating you very kind, Nas, and I'm just enjoying every bit of it. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, uh, LA is dope, man. Uh, Are you having a good time though? That's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wish I had a little bit more money in my pocket. <laughs> I wish I had a little bit more money in my pocket. But it's cool, man. Just, you know, this country is so big uh, and it's so diverse. And need the cultures. Like, I think we take that for granted as Americans. You know, it's just like New York has its own culture. Like, Brandon walked up to some security guard, right? And she's standing outside and he goes, yo, you want me to get you a coffee? Just being, like, real genuine. And she's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, it, but in my head, you got to understand, like, the tri-state area... We live off of coffee, like yeah. coffee, pizza, like that's our. She was that's cold. Our, she was cold. Yeah, and she yeah, looked she was like cold. she was like but, coffee. But, like, what kind of black yeah. dude just offer you coffee in the middle of the night? And I and I thought to myself, like that's a culture. That's a cultural thing. That's an east mm-hmm. northeast kind of th- mentality. Like, oh, it's coffee. You're cold. This, I can spare the two dollars and get you a little cup of Joe, cup of Johan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, like we were going to dinner. Uh, shout out to. Chelsea and Brandy, we met her. We met them uh, at a at, for dinner last night or whatever. Um, and as we were walking up, it was a security guard. It looked like a young girl or whatever, but it, I, I was cold, and I know every, everyone else is cold. It's cold out here. So as we walking, I'm like, I see her. She's shivering. So I'm like, Yo, you you all right? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, It's cold out here. And she she overheard us talking. She she was like, Yeah, it is cold out here. So to Nas's point, I was just like, yo, you, you want a cup of coffee or something? And, and she literally looked at me like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fuck it, fuck it then. I'll take, I'll take my two dollars. <laughs> yeah, but you but see, and that's what I'm saying. That that's even oh, when we went to go get food uh in the middle of the day yesterday, we we're going to check pizza, checking pizzerias, right? In New York, they they always got plain slices on deck. This is it's a plain yeah. slices, no plain slices. Like, yo, people don't eat it out here. They they want topping. This is how extra LA is. Now with plain. <laughs> what do you you can't afford a pepperoni? <laughs> like, oh, like, dude, but I'm like, damn, that's a cultural thing. The dude was like, yo, we don't make it. We make one or two in a day and they just sit out. So nobody eats it. So we don't make it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But say I had a burrito. That shit was cracking. Put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. I threw that hot sauce on that burrito and little squeezed little lemon. I was out there like Pops Williams, but the hot sauce on my burrito, baby. <laughs> it sure look good for me tonight. <laughs> oh man! All right, but LA's oh, cool, man. man. We got we're gonna shoot some more footage for y'all and. Yeah, yeah, man, we're gonna really enjoy it. I might have to take him back to Slauson and Crenshaw, you know, let Brandon yeah, check let's, in. Let's I, might have to call, I might call yeah, my big homie so, so we can check in. Yeah, you don't have a that's the one thing because now you're gonna come back, back home and now you're gonna be like LA Nas and some shit. West and Coast Nas, man. down from that shit. West Coast Nas now. Yo, as soon as that shit happened, this dude threw on shades, man. He threw on shades. And a fucking Dickies hat or whatever the fuck it was. Carhartt, man. That was a Carhartt. Carhartt hat. I said, yo, what is wrong with Nas, man? How I get robbed in Cali. I'll be in Cali. (laughs) I'll be with Cali thugs. Got mobbed in Cali. Yeah, that Cali love. (laughs) Yeah, man. Box Hill, Fox Street, Slauson, Crenshaw. Come on, man. Come on. Cam is out here dropping jewels, man. (laughs) Always. God. But listen, yeah, thank y'all for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for supporting us. Um, as always, uh, you know, stay tuned, stay down with us. Uh, well, we're gonna have some some more funny footage and more uh stories to come. Uh, and then let us know what you guys think about all of the topics. Tell us what you guys thought about Paul Moody and his legacy and, and even some of his jokes and, and his bits. What did you think about? Um, how people are, are are spreading love about them and, and, and what they think. So we'd definitely like to hear that. As far as 
uh, us, we go. Um, we're about to go, and I think we're going to go to Santa Monica. I think we're going to go to Santa Monica. We're probably going to go get up with Lyric. Uh, you know, you guys know Lyric, uh, Imani, and a few other people. Uh, and just have some fun. Let's, let's show Nas a good time in L.A. And uh, we'll go from there. That said, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, be sure to subscribe. Hit the noty notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes, as well as to get in tune, get down, and join our Discord where we talk about stocks, gaming, and everything in between. I am one of the hosts, Brandon Killer BH Hall. I am the regular Nas, a.k.a. Vincent Siri Nas, a.k.a. for this show only, West Coast Nas. Holla at you. Oh, my God. I am Wilson. Yo, oh, by the way, the Knicks, the Knicks went by six. It was a close game, but we won by six. By the time y'all see this, my prediction will be right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that bet, $5. <laughs> I'm with it. All right. And as always, uh, Siv and Chris Bob's. Uh, Chris, I need that. I need that. I need that. Chris Bob's West Coast mixtape, man. I need that playlist. I need that West Coast. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, word. we need. Yeah, we need a. We need a. Uh, hey, Chris. Yeah, send us a playlist. Send us a Chris Bob's playlist, please, so we can jam out to out here. Uh, can you? Can you just keep it like half and half? I want to listen to uh, R and B mu- music. Half of it. Uh, I'm sure Nas is going to want to listen to gangster rap music as he's throwing up gang signs. Never. Um, so, <laughs> so I got you guys. I got you. Uh, yeah, so send us a playlist. That said, we out. We, well, I enjoyed the video. <laughs> 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 <laughs>